0: Welcome to Dating and Other Fucked Up Stories. I'm your host, Rachel Ash. Here's a disclaimer before we get too involved here. These stories are intended to serve as both insight into the current dating culture among 20 to 40 somethings, as well as a source of entertainment on your busy work commute. None of the details in these stories have been altered. This is purely journalistic. With my own personal flair, of course. If you enjoy this episode today, feel free to send it to a friend in need. If you are listening on Apple, take a moment to write a review. I truly appreciate all of you. You all help keep this podcast alive. If you have any questions or your own fucked up story to share, feel free to slide into my DMs at love, Rachel Met a guy on Tinder. Yes, Tinder. That right away should always be a red flag, ladies. But I'm not going to discredit this app. At the end of the day, it is an avenue to meet people. September 2020. John invites me to coffee. John is not his real name, though. But by the end of this story, you will agree that his name could be nothing other than John. It's midday. It's that awkward time in between lunch and dinner, two o'clock. It's a coffee date. For all those coffee snobs out there, it's the Alchemist Coffee Shop. I highly suggest the iced coffee there. The ice cubes are frozen coffee, so as the ice cubes melt, it's still strong as fuck. All right, so already I have to drive to him. This place is 45 minutes away from my house. I live in Fort Lauderdale. This is North Miami Beach. And if you live in South Florida, you know the struggle that is Miami traffic. I would later realize he picked this place strategically because it was directly across the street from his apartment. So perhaps there already was intention on his part. Guys, I suggest on first dates, you go to her or just decide to meet halfway. It's better form. Make it easier for her. She is the lady after all. We greet each other at the front of the coffee shop and hallelujah, I have not been catfished today. His profile pictures are pretty accurate. He is tall, exactly to my six foot and above requirements. Right away, he gets extra credit for not lying about his height. Yes, men do take liberties with their height, A rule of thumb is to expect him to be at least two to four inches shorter than what he is advertising on the dating apps. There is also the head to neck ratio, meaning you can tell by the profile picture if the guy is short or tall based solely on the length of his head and neck. Hey, this is what us ladies have to resort to in the selection process. His hair and his eyes matching color, dark brown. His facial hair is trimmed, but a bit rough. His attire is the hashtag basic guy dating uniform. You know, the black V-neck t-shirt, khakis, and sneakers. At first glance, there is nothing overly impressive about him. He just seems like a typical dude. I see no red flags yet. We put our masks on and head inside. This is one of those cafes in which you go to the counter, order your food, take a number, go sit down, and they bring everything to your table. Counter service, basically. Usually I'll order a cappuccino, but whenever I'm at the Alchemist, I have to get their iced coffee. I'm pretty much obligated at this point. I order an iced coffee and an Nutella waffle. I hadn't really eaten all day and I was hungry. He orders a black coffee. That already tells me something about him. Black coffee can mean one of two things. One, he is a coffee connoisseur and likes to drink his coffee in its purest form. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, many believe pour over is the best method to enjoy coffee. I personally love black coffee when it's made by French press because you get that nice creamy foam at the top, it's delicious. However, black coffee can mean something very different, that he is a complete psychopath. It's the beginning of the date. So I'm trying to be optimistic that he'll fall in column A and not the psycho killer column B. So I order the iced coffee and the waffle and he orders the black coffee. The woman at the register looks at me and I look at my date because I didn't know if he was going to order anything besides his black coffee. And I don't understand. He's looking at my purse. Why is this guy looking at my purse? And then I see the woman behind the counter and she is looking at me and I'm looking at him looking at my purse And it's like this strange triangle of everyone looking at each other. It's very awkward. We don't know how to proceed. And then I realize I'm just like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Then after 15 seconds, which 15 seconds is a very long time to be standing there confused at a counter. You know, there are people behind us. No one knows what the hell is going on. I finally caught it after 15 seconds. He is looking at my purse they are looking for payment. And I'm like, oh, and I go to pull out my credit card to pay. In my mind, I'm like, wow, he was actually waiting for me to pull out my credit card to pay for my food and his black coffee. Ugh, really? I don't usually have men do that. Usually if a man invites me out to coffee, he is pulling out his credit card. He won't even let me see the bill. That's just the gentleman thing to do. Not this guy. He is waiting for me. He is taking cues from me. Like I was the one who set up the date, which I was not. Wow. All right. I take out my credit card to pay. And ladies and gentlemen, this date was officially over after I pay for my end. He ended up taking out his card to pay for his black coffee. I took the order number. I headed over to the table. I sat down, put my heels up, and crossed my legs on the chair next to me. Then I sat back, folded my arms, and waited for this guy to take the hot seat at my interview table. In my mind, this was no longer a date. It was a research project, and I was going to win the fucking Nobel Peace Prize with the shit I dig out of this man's mind. He sat down, and almost immediately I began, so, do you go Dutch on all your dates? He swiftly responded, absolutely. Otherwise, it's prostitution. Wow, I say completely disgusted. And to this, I replied, first of all, Just because you buy me a $5 coffee does not mean I'm going to sleep with you. Second of all, I'm worth more than a $5 coffee. You can't afford me. Shockingly, I do not get up from the table and walk out the door. No, I am so taken aback by his warped perception of dating. I had to hear more. I'm not going to let him say that about me. I'm not a prostitute. Did he regard dating as a source of free sex? Is he the type of man who would gladly pay for sex if he had money? Did porn really warp his mind into equating women to objects of sexual pleasure? It's dark. He is dark. This man isn't even a shadow of a man. He went on to illustrate his perspective on why women should split. He is one of those men who uses feminism and equal rights to justify his despicable behavior towards women. He undoubtedly objectifies them. Women just want a free meal, he says in a negative tone. To this, I respond, I can assure you that the last thing I want to do is sit on an uncomfortable date with a horny stranger just to get a cheeseburger. The date lasts until I finish my coffee. Then we head outside. The reality of why he goes Dutch on dates is revealed when we walk outside and he didn't want me to see his car. He didn't want me to see it because he drove a beat up sedan that probably couldn't be trusted to get him safely back across the street to his apartment without breaking down. And he saw my car and instantly began acting insecure. I had just purchased a beautiful brand new car. Instead of complimenting me, he started making fun of me. The fact that I had bought a brand new car, I didn't understand. I assumed there was jealousy rooted in it. That is not a good look for anyone. I say goodbye and turn to get into the car. He follows behind me. He grabs my face, pulls me in, and kisses me without warning. And he tastes just like his personality. Hot. Garbage. He holds the bottom of my face very tightly. Then I can feel his grip getting even tighter. He's rough. I sense the violence in his manner. In response, I did what I know best. I froze my face, my lips, and stared at him with my wide, hazel eyes. Come back to my place. "'No,' I said powerfully. "'I smiled slyly and moved his hands from my face "'as I maintained eye contact without flinching. "'I got in the car and stopped at Walgreens for a drink. "'Listerine. "'I can't believe he tried to get me to go back to his place "'after that shipwreck of a date. "'If a man pays for the date, it's prostitution. "'Wow.' what about chivalry? What happened to chivalry? I like to think it still exists. It does exist. Chivalry is not prostitution. And I'll repeat that. Chivalry is not prostitution. In the beginning of this story, I mentioned that his name was very fittingly John the reason is because historically the customers of prostitutes would be called johns in this case this is the john who wouldn't pay there you have it until next story this is rachel ash signing off <laughs>